This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Thursday, June 21st. Good morning. I'm Jeff Alley. Here's today's headlines. Conservatives see farm bill passage. Administration pushes back on farm trade worries. And Democrats tout farm bill. A House farm bill revote is looming. The House could bring back its farm bill as soon as today. House Agriculture Chairman Mike Conaway says he's optimistic the bill will pass this time. The bill failed on May 18, when a group of conservatives refused to support it until a House debate and immigration legislation that the chamber is scheduled to take up today. Conaway said he didn't want to see the farm bill delayed until Friday for fear there could be too many Republicans absent. No Democrats supported the bill in May, and none are expected to support the bill this second time around. With an eye on conservatives, the former chairman of the House Freedom Caucus, Jim Jordan of Ohio, told AgriPulse yesterday he would support the farm bill this time and expected it to pass. And spokesman for the current Freedom Caucus chairman, Representative Mark Meadows, said late yesterday that he would support the farm bill as long as an immigration bill developed by Judiciary Chairman Bob Goodlatte gets a vote first. Meadows was at the center of some drama yesterday afternoon. He was angry with GOP leaders over a separate compromise immigration bill that does not include provisions that he said was told that would be in there. He said there were also accusations that GOP leaders were trying to tank the hardline Goodlatte immigration bill by leaving out proposed modifications. The Goodlatte bill, which would create a new H2C guest worker program for farmers, won't include changes that Goodlatte floated last month to address concerns of agriculture groups. Conaway said Meadows, among others, had wanted the H2C provisions addressed. The compromise bill doesn't contain any ag labor provisions. Ross downplays farm impact of China trade war. Commerce Secretary Wilbur Ross told the Senate Finance Committee yesterday that China will likely continue to reduce its use of U.S. soybeans, leading to more volatility in the futures markets. But Ross said that farmers will survive and sell their crops somewhere, even if it's at a discount. Ross made the comment in reaction to angry farm state senators, including Chuck Grassley of Iowa, The committee grilled Ross for more than two hours over the repercussions of dueling U.S. and Chinese tariffs that are slated to go in effect July 6th. China's threatening a 25% tariff on U.S. soybeans, wheat, and corn. The impact of the proposed tariffs is getting very real, said Grassley, who estimated that soybean farmers have already lost $61.25 an acre. He said, we've watched the soybean market start to collapse from the upper $9 range to the mid $8 range. But Ross said farmers have told him that much of the market movement is being caused by speculators who are trying to profit off the volatility of the situation. For more information, economists at the American Farm Bureau Federation have put together a table that shows the value and market share of every single U.S. agricultural commodity exported to China. Democratic rule plan calls for a new farm bill. Democrats on the Congressional Joint Economic Committee are laying out a series of policy priorities for rural America in a new report, and they include passing a new farm bill. The JEC's ranking Democrat, Senator Martin Heinrich of New Mexico, said energy and broadband provisions in the Senate Agriculture Committee's bipartisan farm bill are examples of what is needed to address key rural needs. Heinrich said, 
They may not be as robust as I would push for in a vacuum, but over time, they really may be able to move the needle on these issues. In addition to expanding broadband, the report's recommendations, including maintaining the essential air service program, investing in rural water and sewer systems, increasing spending on farm worker housing, and expanding Medicaid. Representative Sherry Bustos of Illinois, who is a member of the House Agriculture Committee as well as the JEC, criticized President Donald Trump's infrastructure plan for relying too heavily on private investment to fund rural infrastructure projects. Republicans from rural states have raised the same concerns, saying that private investors can't get the financial return they want on rural projects. Public-private partnerships, quote, frankly don't work well in small towns and rural communities, said Bustos. What it means? In the short term, this report could provide a boost to the Senate Farm Bill when it's on the floor next week. The report also will provide a blueprint for Democratic candidates to talk to rural voters during the fall congressional campaigns. Recessions package dies in the Senate. A White House proposal to claw back $15 billion in unspent funds at USDA, Interior, and other departments is dead. That after a move to bring it up in the Senate failed narrowly yesterday on a vote of 48-50. The Senate had until tomorrow to act on the recessions package. Two Republicans who voted against the bill, Richard Burr of North Carolina and Susan Collins of Maine, reportedly were concerned about taking money from the Land and Water Conservation Fund. The National Sustainable Agriculture Coalition and a few other groups had opposed cutting funding at USDA, including the Value-Added Producer Grants Program and the Environmental Quality Incentives Program. Ernst takes a swipe at Pruitt. Iowa Republican Senator Joni Ernst issued a sharp rebuke to EPA Administrator Scott Pruitt at a Senate Environment and Public Works Committee hearing yesterday for two nominees to the agency. Pruitt wasn't at the hearing himself. Ernst told the nominees that there have been instances where EPA is, quote, doing exactly what they told me they wouldn't do. That was a reference to the decisions that Pruitt has made in handling the renewable fuel standard. And in another shot at Pruitt, Ernst said, excessive and unnecessary spending, unacceptable uses of agency resources, the list goes on and on. It is important to understand what the course of action is here if you do witness additional improprieties. House Democrats complain about RFS waivers. A dozen House Democrats, including Sherry Bustos and House Agriculture Committee's ranking member Colin Peterson, have added their voices to the chorus of complaints about Pruitt's issuance of small refinery waivers. In a five-page letter, the Democrats demanded data on the waivers and information about Pruitt's consultations with the White House and others. Keep in mind, it is unusual for a senator to speak this harshly of a cabinet member of the senator's own party. Here's today's He Said It. I think you'll see it pass. That Representative Ted Yoho of Florida, a member of the House Agriculture Committee and the House Freedom Caucus on prospects for the House Farm Bill. Well, that's Daybreak for this Thursday, June 21st. AgriPulse Daybreak is brought to you by Watkinson Miller and Dairy Management Incorporated. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Dowling.